What's up, everybody? It's episode 52 of Joey Hates Everything. Got a great guest for you today. I apologize for the three weeks of no episode. Started a new job. I uh, had to take care of some rent bullshit. You know how it is. Um, those, those are normal people problems, I hope, still. Probably not. I think probably actually I'm just a broke asshole. But we did get a, uh, a good episode for you today. This is my friend Jeremy from... South Dakota, uh, a.k.a. The Big Bird, if you know him. If you know him, you know for sure. He just goes by Big Bird, which you would think would, would make for an asshole of a person. But he is definitely not. Um, definitely one of my favorite people. It, it was a long time we wanted to do this. and known the guy uh, five years at this point. So definitely happy to have him on episode 52. Hopefully we will have another one out this week starting to get things settled now and uh so thanks for bearing with us and i hope you enjoy this episode now i just uh talked to our friend patrick who was going to be on uh, a few episodes ago he was going to be on but unfortunately he wasn't able to download zoom on his phone which is an insane thing and then tonight mm -hmm. he cannot be on because he has a uh, a volleyball game to play in He's an interesting man, to say the least. Incredible person. Like, knowing him is honestly just a pleasure. Yes, yes. He, uh, he does look like he's 45 years old and he's 24, but we're not going to hold that to him. Yeah, he sent me a snap the other day, and he goes, like, who do I look like? And I told him Trevor from GTA 5. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a nice version of Trevor from, from GTA Five. Oh, oh without loud, a doubt. But he won't he won't pull your teeth out with a plier. He'll give you a, mm -hmm. a, some words of encouragement instead. Oh yeah, he couldn't even stomach something like that. <laughs> Absolutely no, he, not. He's a he's a big video game guy. Are you still on the video game train? Oh yeah, we we actually game pretty frequently. We play like Smite, Rocket League, and I go over there at like. At least once every couple months. So I'm actually going to go over there this weekend for a Dead Mouse show, and he's I'm going to drag him along with me. God damn, dude! I want to go to one of those shows so bad. It's just it just oh, yeah so insane. I've never been to a rave or anything like that. Oh man, you are missing out because like even if you don't like dance or do drugs or anything, you could just post up with like you know just keep getting some drinks and just watch everybody and that alone is more interesting than any night you're gonna have like you just see all these all this whack shit like just that's going down that's what i'm looking for this, the world just becomes more and more it feels like conservative in a in a liberal way to put it but i feel mm -hmm. like if you go to a rave that shit all just washes away and it's just titties and mollies everywhere do i have that right oh yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> like, and they do promote like um like the good thing this is a really good thing in my opinion um during like i went to electric forest again this year that was my fourth year technically in a row fuck covid and you know they promote oh yeah oh yeah like with the whole roe versus wade thing like even though it being overturned like actually didn't change anything you know <laughs> like it, it gets people yelling and they're all like promoting so women's rights and you, stuff i was <laughs> grinding on a girl going yeah it's totally fucked totally shouldn't be free states rights i mean we're talking yeah. about humans here human rights <laughs> she just, like, her pupils her eyes are just black like the alien from uh 
Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I am going to have sex with this man now. <laughs> no, that's pretty much it. Like they give you like cues to cheer on and stuff like that, and like just doing so alone will get you pussy. <laughs> Do you remember that scene in SpongeBob where Patrick's like, "The inner workings of my mind are an enigma," and it yeah. what's going on in his brain is just spilled milk. I, I imagine like what's going on in your head is just constantly a picture of the chemical structure of MDMA next to a pair of tits while a monkey yeah. is just in the background going bam, bam, bam. Yeah, and the monkey's beautiful. just sitting there with synthesizers, dude, just yeah. going fucking nuts. <laughs> um, that, the, di- the diet is my brain. brain is nicotine, raves, and farming. <laughs> <laughs> In high school, that was it, because, like, that was all that was on my mind. Like, I want to go to a rave so bad, because I do not fit in in this, like, small farm town community. Like, I'm surrounded by the live, laugh, love bitches and, you know, rich ranchers trying to flex that they actually work in the field, but they're in freaking $6 million combines, you know? That's all they do. They sit in combines all day, and then they act like they are just the shit while they crush a 30-rack of Bud Light every night and learn how to beat their women. Like, that's what it is. (laughs) <laughs> you gotta keep them in line. Uh, it's whole country changing. I I can't believe I I knew I was out of place the first time I was there. They had a, a dance going on, and I just walked up. And oh started, man, that dance! That dance was so ratchet. Man. Line dance. They were line dancing, and I go, "Oh, what the fuck? Is this a flash mob? Oh, I'm getting pranked. Oh, where's where's the racist version of Ashton Kutcher that they have? Yeah. Out. Yeah. Instead of Ashton Kutcher, it's somebody with a mullet chain smoking Marlboro Reds that comes out. (laughs) Who is their hero? Isn't there somebody from there that sucks? Like, it's just the worst celebrity. It's like Josh Duhamel or something. Yeah, I, oh my god like Guy Fieri comes through here every once in a while and endorses oh, yeah. a restaurant and everybody oh, yeah. just loses their shit <laughs> it's exactly like you just said it's people it's it's dudes pretending they work on a ranch and then a bunch of girls with the live laugh love sticker in the kitchen it's the worst types of people oh yeah they fucking oh, yeah. love drive-ins and diners they love impractical <laughs> jokers that is the length of where that culture goes which is going to bring me to a question I was going to ask you as a South Dakota uh, resident and somebody that's lived there a long time, do you think it's the worst state in America? I'm going to say the worst state in America is either Nebraska or Georgia. <laughs> I don't know if I can see Georgia. I used to live in Georgia and my parents mm-hmm. talk about it like it was uh, it was just heaven. But I could absolutely see Nebraska just saying Omaha out loud depresses. Me. Yeah. Oh, big time. Like. Okay, so when I worked at that auto parts warehouse, like until very recently, like just a week ago, my biggest routes were in Nebraska. Like I would drive through Omaha and I'd go and like deliver a bunch of stores in Lincoln or like ride orders or something. And then I'd go down to uh, Grand Island, which is not a very grand place. (laughs) Like that is like people are hostily conservative there. Like they will jump you for like saying that you love Biden out loud or something like that. Yeah, there's just entire sections of the country like that. Like it's just crazy. And it's always run down. Like they have a lot of money, but you know, they're um like their board of representatives or whatever like per city just don't put any money into the communities like whatsoever so like this place hastings nebraska it's got like all this 
like old school like 40s architecture and it's all just yeah. run down but like rent is still like 1700 bucks a month for a two-bedroom apartment downtown but like that very same apartment you know you go out and you'll have the homeless guy that works there doesn't work obviously but there's a homeless it's his daily coffee at the tire store across the street you know <laughs> this picture is making this image in your in my head that you're creating is making me want to cut myself is that is that normal <laughs> is that a normal response oh absolutely absolutely dude it is just downright horrible the jacked up pickups but none of them are new you know like the mullets every every dude there has a mullet like the catholic social services center is just crawling with um immigrants like and of course all the all the freaking people that live around there entirely anti-immigration but if you're from like russia or something you come over you're a white immigrant you are you are so well accepted here thank you for bringing your culture to our community but like you get an you know, somebody that could have been living like the high life in Dubai, like a businessman or something, like you'll see him going on a run or something. And, you know, you're one of these mullet men with a freaking chaw of Copenhagen and you're sitting there like I'm dark, he's ruining the country. <laughs> even, even though that man, like, you know, you might freaking sell health insurance for a living, like has a loving family, you know? <laughs> it's an interesting part of the country for sure. I, it's the trade-off really. If you want to live somewhere, where that's not constantly every single person you meet, you're going to be paying $1,500 uh, a month sometimes. Like I just, mm -hmm. I live in a studio and it's going to be, I think 1100 for this month because I was late on my rent last month. They're just allowed to bump it up to 1600 Fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, I yeah. don't it's even ridiculous. have my AC is shut off right now because they got to repair a pipe for the ninth time this month, you know? Yeah, they always go through the cheapest like utility you know, service that they absolutely can't do. But here they are, like, whoever owns that place, you've paid their, you've helped pay their mortgage off like five times over. They're just living it up with their indoor heated pools right now. They don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> I want to, I want to meet the owner of this place so goddamn bad. It would just be <laughs> that scene from episode four, Star Wars, where Greedo <laughs> and Han Solo are sitting at a table and they're just calmly discussing something. And then Han Solo shoots oh, yeah. him in the chest. <laughs> just like, yeah, we're having a conversation right now, but we're from two totally different worlds and backgrounds. And you right now are knowingly fucking me and smiling about it. <laughs> we will not replace the pipes in all of the in all of the buildings. There is nothing you could. <laughs> and then it's just smoking. <laughs> God, it makes it. <laughs> I love that this is it's technically it's a it's a comedy show, folks. So we could talk about killing anybody. It's fine. Oh, absolutely. It's all satire. <laughs> I, I've been getting speaking of wanting to kill people, I've been getting what I call uh bike rage lately. I don't have a car, so I gotta ride a bike everywhere. I just yep. I just had to do 12 miles uh yesterday, and when I got back, my tire was flat. I I oh. fucked everybody the whole way home. It was it's so fucking frustrating to try and get through traffic as it is. Trying to do it mm -hmm. when you can die if somebody's texting is fucked. It makes me so upset. Oh, I can definitely believe it, man. Definitely scary. Like Minneapolis is a place where they have dedicated bike lanes and like sidewalks and stuff. And for the most part, like bikers will stay in those bike lanes from what I've experienced anyways, but yeah, 
yeah, the biker debate is always ongoing because like in a place like Sioux Falls, where you can just use the whole street if you're on a bike wherever you want, you know, like people won't use the sidewalks. And yeah, it's like it, all it takes is one for like 14 here is when you can get your license. So it takes one 14 year old, you know, freaking white schoolgirl going to church in the morning, texting and calling and, you know, giggling about whatever just to cremate somebody immediately on the side of the road retract the fucking state 14 years old are you out of your goddamn mind retract the state that's serious what's the (laughs) 12 and a half i think it's 16 (laughs) (laughs) same fucking thing honestly dude seriously like i don't 18 like you can obviously make some life decisions but realistically 21 should be the cutoff for most things because like i know people who are freaking 26 who still can't think for themselves you know they have to freaking call their mom and have them make their doctor's appointments and that's no joke like that actually constantly happens like you are still not an independent human being but we're letting 14 year olds drive a freaking jacked up gmc pickup brand spanking new off the lot because their daddy bought it for them and now this 14 year old who has no sense of the world and cannot appreciate what he's been given just tearing around just flexing his you know small dick to everybody basically and yeah there's a lot of accidents that happen around here a a lot of going through fences and all that stuff just from people playing not giving a fuck because yeah this is how it's been ridiculous (laughs) shit while driving when we were 17 i'm not going to name any of the names of the people who i used to do this with but we used to go and stop at the Taco Bell drive-thru. We would get three extra large Dr. Peppers, pour half (laughs) of the Dr. Pepper out, and then just fill the rest of the thing up with rum and drunk drive. We would do that all the fucking time. And that's in the city. (laughs) goddamn young to be doing that. How many times Mm. do we have to learn this lesson? I know multiple groups of people who died from a Nerf war. Did you guys ever have those growing up? no we we never had really like nerf wars or anything like that but i have a friend from cloquet who said like growing up nerf wars were just the shit and everybody took them way too seriously <laughs> they were the tits but can you imagine dying in the nerf war like yeah <laughs> yeah like you so get up <laughs> oh my god like, we should not be just imagine. children death vehicles man mm-hmm freaking crazy but yeah so you're doing nice. like drive-bys and stuff like that and then you like hit somebody on the sidewalk because you're all shooting nerf guns out of the freaking car <laughs> imagine if that's one of your family members and somebody's like oh dude how did your brother die i would just be like yeah he was he was in parkland like, yeah. ridiculous lie to avoid like, telling someone that my brother drunkenly got into the back of a pickup truck and then got flattened by the roof of the car because they spun out while trying to capture someone in the nerf war. It's, it's yep. <laughs> I remember like a month before that happened, the local news channel uh, got a hold of this picture that was put on social media. My friend Sam, shout out Sam. Uh, maybe we won't say his last name because this was just so fucking crazy. They yep. took a picture of this 16-year-old in briefs. You know, like the really tight briefs you would wear for like sports and shit in high school? Yeah, yeah, like uh, jocks or like, I can't remember exactly what they called them, but yeah, yeah, like spandex, spandex shorts. Right, dude, yeah. so th- this uh, senior took a picture of him with, with <clears throat> a Nerf gun to my friend Sam's head 
And Sam's got a nice piece on him. He's got, we're not talking yeah. Nerf guns. He's got an eight inch, he's got yeah. an eight inch cock down there. And like you can just see the bulge. <laughs> the, no, not the bulge. I'm talking about the shaft is being hugged by a separate part of the pants that's holding the balls. Quite literally the suburban <clears throat> Vietnam, this whole thing that went down. <laughs> they put it on the local news. Like there's this kid uh, just just being put right there with his cock out with a gun to his head. The news is, you know, it's a couple of fucking Karens sitting there going, and I just don't yep. think this is right. This is just not right. We all fucking <laughs> thought it was hilarious, made it bigger, and then uh, it made the Nerf war bigger. And the next thing you know, people are dead and they have to ban it. Yeah. We should, the point is like, I don't give a fuck if you're in South Dakota and you got to have your license at 12 so you can ride a tractor or if you're in New York City where they have the strictest driving laws in the country. We should probably mm. not be giving uh, giant pieces of metal that have the capability of going 100 miles an hour to 16 year olds. I've just, I've just always thought of that. Yeah. I, like you'll, they'll never appreciate something like that. And it's kind of the same for firearms around here too. Like we do not have a lot of shootings surprisingly but like like i said surprisingly people in every square mile there's not it's yeah. not, <laughs> there's no one to shoot like they, there's more there's more livestock than there are people there so the guy they're just shooting pigs in the head and it it kind of satisfies that entire state yeah it can you still hear me Yo, can you still hear me? Yeah, my little brother just called me. <laughs> oh, I got you. I thought I was like, God damn it, we're gonna have to restart again. But I bet <laughs> that was my point. It's just, I mean, it's um, it's a wild state. I can't believe I made it a year and a half there. And um, my next question was gonna be, are you going to leave? <laughs> um, hopefully in May, actually. Great. Where are you going? Yeah, Burnsville. <laughs> Somehow it's an upgrade. That's how you know you're living yeah. in a shithole of a state when you go, I can't believe it. I'm a year away from getting this. <laughs> I know. I I'm probably gonna I'm gonna try and like work at a Jeep Chrysler over there for a while and like you know keep my nose clean and all that fun stuff. Just you know, move some cars, kind of like make a living, get like a resume built up in sales and stuff like that. And I mean, that'll be closer to shows. I don't have to drive freaking three and a half hours to go see Dead Mouse on a weekend. You know what I mean? Like, you'll be, most of my I think you'll really, be very happy there. You've got plenty of friends in Burnsville and I, it seems like you enjoy Minnesota a lot. So I think you're going to enjoy that a lot, you know? Oh yeah, I, I have been enjoying it. And I recently, like uh, one of my friends that I grew up with in Lemon, South Dakota, he ended up meeting some girl at Apple River and now they live together. He bought a house with her. Well, he bought the house. She lives there and like helps him pay off the mortgage and stuff. And she's like, she knows people who do like the talent management for Skyway Theater and at the Armory there. So like, we'll get guests listed randomly for like big shows and stuff like that. And really like, like the party seems great. And I just got like thrown into this massive, like, you know, like 80 person rave group essentially. And like, it's just such a wonderful community and they all live right around South St. Paul, Burnsville, Laverne, that kind of area, you know, Minneapolis. Out of, out of 80, how many of those people are HIV positive? Oh, I'm, 
I know a couple of them that I would speculate have the herps minimum. <laughs> like, oh, okay, that's a great that's a great thing to discuss. We uh, mm-hmm. we come from a generation where passing around the bowl that was how we smoked for uh, you know oh, yeah. years while we knew each other. How did none of us get herpes? I don't know how did yeah it's honestly crazy like Dude, the anything first girl like that I in South Dakota gave me an STD like <laughs> they were the <laughs> lowest that the Midwest had to offer just take those oh, yeah. five states of reciprocity the worst of uh Wisconsin Illinois South Dakota North Dakota and Minnesota sluts and just pile them into the middle of nowhere and that's what that whole area was we were just passing the bowl back and forth none of us got it I know. Like, I'm honestly surprised that I've never contracted anything because um, SDSU and then BHSU, uh, which is Black Hill State University, Black Hill State University has high, one of the highest rates of transmittable chlamydia in the country. Like, Black Cox State <laughs> University, am I right? Am I right? Oh, what's what you got to do out there? Oh. That's a fucking pandemic of its own here. Like these freaking <laughs> <laughs> these freaking rich little I'll white tell girls. You what the true pandemic is all this marijuana <laughs> making our daughters like these black men. That's what I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. I say we Dude, shut it down today, and that's what they did. I swear to God, I think that was a uh, didn't like the governor of South Dakota release that statement in a press conference. Yeah, pretty much. Chrissy Nome is a true born headass. And now she's accepting, you know, grant money from all outside interested parties and stuff like that. Like the word I would dude, use would be punt. That would be the that would be the word oh, I would use. Definitely, dude. Half of I'd say like 60% of Sioux Falls would call Chrissy Nome a raging cunt. Like oh, just a horrible yeah. person. Horrible person. Oh, this <laughs> we, is the we, only normal city. It's the only city that has any sort of uh, transplant members. I would say probably right. Besides, oh, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Brookings, like they come and go, but Sioux Falls is like it's a huge cultural epicenter for South Dakota. Like we have the most ethnic food, you know, most ethnicity in general of any you know, South Dakota city or anything, because you get to West River, that's like the true hick culture. You know, that's where the people do actually farm and stuff like that. They're out in the field, you know, fucking throwing calves all day. You get over here and this is the rich white, you know, part of the state where all the posers come in and stuff like that. But and yeah, it's, Chris, it's we- The best part of the state. Unfortunately, that's probably true for most of the mm-hmm. United States. The rich white part is usually- typically kind of the best yeah and i mean it's unfortunate to like have to say but it's just the god honest truth you know (laughs) i mean you see the statistics like um, an indian man wearing uh just like a nice shirt a tie and no jacket it's a pretty good Mm -hmm. you're in a well-developed area oh absolutely absolutely we have plenty of those like <laughs> hallelujah skinny, skinny indian businessman that's basically a white person to me as far as i am concerned mm-hmm. that is a white guy oh absolutely <laughs> i've seen some freaking hilarious videos that there's like a difference between uh black people and brown people i don't know if you've ever seen that because like the black people are usually like you know the black black like straight first generation african men they'll come over here and they're yes, Mr. White Man. Yes, Mr. White Man. Like I can't do you ever had a guy with that accent call you boss? 
I mean, I have yeah. to have a conversation about it with them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just love the white man, dude. Hey, They'll get the on their hands and knees. Going, no, bro. no, no. <laughs> like, don't do this, man. You are Michael, really objectifying yourself. <laughs> Michael, like, you don't understand. You got to not do that in front of other people. <laughs> like, I look like a school shooter, Michael. I look like... <laughs> I look like my father owns the fucking dealership next to us. You got to not call me that in front of our coworkers. You're looking like Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker right now, and you're over here really just bowing to me. <laughs> oh, my God, man. I, I, that, I do uh, – so I work at um, – fuck it, I don't even care. Like We've always said where I work at this show. I work at Macy's now, and a lot of people there will do that. Like half of the staff – uh is english is their second language and yep. um, they always say that they always go there's the boss and i'm like god damn dude <laughs> <laughs> you need to stop respecting the white man so much because the white man does not respect you good sir <laughs> I, sir i already make less money than you there's no benefit in me going like hey that's me i'm the boss yeah. <laughs> like excuse me while i stuck my own dick in front of everybody <laughs> that's what like don't know what to expect Dude, oh god so either, what i'm doing there i'm not folding shirts either i don't know how i keep getting myself into jobs like this if you listen to the show you know that i constantly get myself into these situations where i am at a ridiculous job a ridiculous position for my employment and what i'm doing right now is that they call it asset protection and so basically oh. <laughs> my job is to try and stop tweakers who all let's be honest yeah. all have knives they all have to have knives every single one of them if they don't have a knife then you're probably right being more afraid of them because then they know how to fight <laughs> exactly Dude, there's been some guys too, they, they have that like stance to them like you can tell they've been in a fight in jail or prison and you're like what am i supposed to do I look yeah, like what am I gonna do against this guy? Like I, I don't even like have a do you even have a taser? I look like <laughs> a secondary character on a fucking Disney show from 2009. Like what the yeah. fuck am I gonna do to stop this gang member from leaving the two pieces? Yeah, like he's gonna the, the highest paying job I could find on Indeed. So I took it, you know. I mm -hmm. goddamn, there was a period here where people were paying quite a bit to motherfuckers who have no experience or career in doing anything. That time is over. I couldn't find shit that would uh, that would pay well for things that I'm used to doing, like leasing or you know a front desk type job. So I was like, "Fuck mm -hmm. it! I think this will make me less of a pussy. Might as well try it." And um, during I'm doing what they they call is like the first. Uh, it's just like the training sort of. And so during the training, you're not allowed to touch people or stop anybody. And right. last night there was this dude four feet tall, and he was fucked up. Like he literally walked up right in front of me, opened up a suitcase, stuffed in a thousand dollars worth of polo. And because I haven't finished the training yet, I, I had to walk with him like I was his goddamn shadow as he walked out the front door. And of course, yeah. of course, there's two black teenagers hanging out at the front door. And they just had to let me, they just had to watch me let this guy go with all the stuff. And, you know, yeah. how are they supposed to use it? Know any of the rules? The, one guy goes, one guy goes, Damn, you letting them all easy here, huh? Cause and the other one started doing the snickering thing where you're a white guy and the yeah. black guy's making fun of you, going, 
Yep. <laughs> you got it fucking bad, man. Oh, you fucking man, pussy. <laughs> they just and start lighting you up. I <laughs> hate my life right now. <laughs> one of uh, one of the hot managers too, and I just had to. It was just like the sad music from Charlie Brown Christmas as I walked back with my fucking. Head <laughs> <down>. <laughs> oh my god it's oh no it's um it's pretty hilarious i've been making all these different uh like cop jokes that i've just been crushing with the colleagues they're all they're all pretty much npcs dude like it's like a video game you walk up to these people you press x and you just they'll just start going you know what i mean oh yeah oh yeah and like it's it's always something different like that's how i felt at that freaking warehouse job because like every single day it is literally the same exact conversation. Like we had this oil guy, like you, you mentioned catfish to him. You better believe you're here in two fucking hours of how he went catfishing that weekend. And it's every day. Like it's, it never changes. It's always the fucking same. Like we got this guy who just obsesses over Joe Rogan. So like, you can ask him like, Hey, what's he talking about this week? And he'll tell you everything about it. And he won't shut the fuck up about it. He loves it. Like it's the same shit every day. Is this a white guy? You better believe it. He's like the whitest. Frequently wear a beater. (laughs) Not a beater. No, he wears fucking polos. Like he's one of those white guys. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. See, I was gonna say at every job I've sort of had like that, where you know, you and I are twenty-four, so no matter what Mm -hmm. job we're at, there's still some hope, right? When you meet a guy who is thirty-one and he's not allowed to see his kids because the judge determined there were firearms in the home. And he fucking, he's just constantly, you know, that guy that's always bragging about what he's got going on and you know, it's not shit. Oh yeah. That oh, sounds yeah. I like don't one of those guys people like that. I, that was oh, yeah. every factory job that I worked in Minnesota. No, yeah. This guy's like just a total mainstream beta cuck. Like, let me tell you something about him. Hold on. I had to adjust my mic. So within like a month of meeting this guy, I find out that the only reason he's married to his wife is because he got her pregnant and he's a Christian, you know, we've known each other for like a year and a half. But in that year and a half, they met on Tinder. He gets her pregnant in like a year and a half or no, in like a month and a half, like without knowing her and freaking shagging her and whatnot. They keep the kid, obviously, because Christine believes that incest and rape are not, um, you know, viable reasons to have an abortion here or anything like that way yeah and um it's horrible like we'll we'll touch base on that i watched like an interview about it and she just went full npc politician mode on on these people it was fucking hilarious but so and they raise this kid no they have the kid and then they start you know raising the kid together he's about a year old or something like that maybe they were together for like two years or something. And his mother buys them, buys her like a $10,000 car, just some random little like Volvo or something like that, buys her the car, puts it in her name, put, buys them a house, puts her on 50% of the you know title for the house and whatever. And he finds out that she's been bringing dudes over to this house and just shagging them with the kid there and everything. Like she doesn't work. He pays her way and everything. Just been mad cheating on this dude the whole time. So in the divorce, 
Fuck she gives her throat, cut this bitch's head off. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. But no, this stupid motherfucker gives her the house and the car and signs like a child support agreement, even though that he like gets the kid 50% of the time, names it Tazen, like some oh. South Dakota bullshit going on here. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's a divorce cat. Yeah. <laughs> like, who the fuck are you, Tazen, dude? Tazen, stop scratching. Tazen! <laughs> he has the fucking nerve every single day to call me the pussy, call me the idiot because of the lifestyle that I choose to live while you're over well, here well, just cucking yourself. Is that is that like me going like, dude, you're a bitch? Like just saying it like that, or Jeremy, dude, you're being a you're being a pussy. You need to do this and this. Which one is it? Yeah, like just a constant combination of both. But like that's how South Dakota people like recognize each other, and it's just like they'll, he'll call me up and be like, "Do you actually feel like fucking doing something today?" After I threw like three pallets of rotors on the shelf and I've been you moving all day while he's with this guy, do you? No, okay, okay. no, no, I've already like, I've signed a contract in blood that I'm going to piss on his grave when he dies. Like, that's our relationship. <laughs> like, literally, I just don't know how to say it without like genuinely like making this dude go and fucking hang himself because like, it's just so bad. You'd think that it was a fucking script on a bad TV show. Like it's honestly when uh you so jeremy you seem like a white guy with a large penis when you're a lo- when you're a white guy with a small penis if the girl mm-hmm. cheats on you once that's going to be a regular thing you just got to get out of yeah. there you got to get the kid out yeah. of there whatever like a guy like you you probably you got well, you probably wigger dick right oh yeah I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty i'm pretty well blessed in the member department i'm yeah, six and a half well, fucking feet tall yeah, <laughs> being a thing back in the day like it was part of the reason that you got the nickname big bird correct <laughs> part of it yeah <laughs> so you could just they call keep this you could just keep this woman in your child's life and and you know call it acceptable because you just have, don't have to give a fuck this guy definitely has a three inch cock and he's trying to fucking make it work with this psychopathic oh. succubus you know Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You just constantly see it. I bet you, I bet you it happens more than we even know. And it makes me upset as a white guy with a small dick. If there's one, if there's one cheating incident, I can't do it anymore. Oh yeah. Like, well, being, I am one of those people that like, I just fucking hate being lied to. So like, if you tell me that we're exclusive and we're not, it literally happened. I dated this girl from Boston area. Um, what was it? Drake it, Drake it. Drake it, something like that, Massachusetts. I, and I lived with her that, for like. That was the girl's name, Drake it. <laughs> no, her name was Olivia Reno, and Ray I will call that bitch Ray. up. Oh yeah, horrible lady. Like <laughs> so many mental health issues, just a fucking nightmare to deal with. And like, you know, I was one of those guys. Like, like I, I like you enough. You are a genuinely like she is a genuinely decent person but just succumbs to anything that she can. Like she's probably doing heroin now just because like some big dick fucking tatted up guy, like just offered it to her one day. And she's like, yeah, I want to fuck you. So I'm going to be cool type of shit. But no, she, uh, she cheated on me with one of my like good buddies at the time. And so what do I do? I go and freaking 
bought it, <laughs> go and buy a bottle of Hennessy. I drink it warm. I find this guy behind a library and just fuck him up, like pummel him. And he's getting in my face about it, talking, talking like, I fucked your girl. Like, what are you going to do? Like, this guy's five, six. I'm six, six. I just start leveling this dude, beat his fucking ass. I like go back to my apartment. I pack up all of her shit and I throw it out on the on the patio like it was like a community patio you know so i'm like i text her i'm like hey your shit's on the patio go move in with this guy you know blah 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 i ain't fucking with you anymore like that's the type of person i am that's how i use my big dick energy like you There's you know you don't nice offer me shit in life fuck about, you okay. like, the whole the whole state is really in 1973 the fact that you can just be like do you fuck my wife and this guy's like <laughs> Maybe I did. And then he spits like he just spits some fucking child. Yep. And then you just level <laughs> him. And the 12 sheriffs in the state are just like, was it white on white? All right. N- nobody died. <laughs> all, right, all right. Let's just, all right. Let's just call it even. I Except for I got off like that. I wish that they did too. version of the Minnesota accent that they all have. Oh yeah, it's bad. Like there is a draw in South Dakota. Like you can hear it, but I fucked up because this kid was the uh, chief of police, like for the county, his son, the guy's son. So he goes back to the chief of police, you know, his face is all fucked up. Like I had like $5,000 worth of surgery to pay for after this. Like they had to literally fucking cut open his face and fix it. I messed him up so bad. I broke his jaw in a couple places. This was like, 2018 oh shit march of like 2018 yeah yeah i'll have to send you yeah it's on video too that's what really fucked me like somebody like saw it going down and just started recording it (laughs) i don't even want to see that anymore i've had my ass beat so many times i just don't even enjoy watching it anymore no dude like i don't like watching like fight videos or anything unless it's like ufc but i love watching people like fuck themselves up just out of stupidity that's like my favorite genre of internet video is just like i can't do it (laughs) no i saw i I think the last time i ever sought out gore was when do you remember uh sandy hook we must have been in 10th grade probably oh yeah yeah i remember when that was just a huge thing like maybe it was like 2014 or something yeah um never actually no that didn't really get over this far i saw i god that's fucking hilarious that you just said that you know so it just really doesn't make it out here you know yeah fuck jeremy it's the like it does it's goddamn incredible and i have two friends that took three and a half weeks to access zoom and then one of them goes yeah sometimes you know we get about half of the story that's really what what i was gonna say is i can't even watch the fight videos anymore like if i was to watch that video of you beating the fuck out of this guy and opening his face up it just like it makes my insides turn over because the last time i really looked at that i saw the uh like somebody leaked the photos of the crime scene from sandy hook and now anytime i see gore or blood that's real like I'm, I'm very lucky because I can separate it from a movie. If I'm watching a movie and somebody's mm-hmm. head explodes, it does not bother me because I, I, can, oh, yeah. you know, I can tell. But uh, when I see like real shit on the internet, I, I can't handle it anymore. You know. No, I understand that. Like, I remember growing up, like, bestgore.com was, like, a thing between me and like two other fucking weirdos. You know, and like, yeah, like that alone kind of fucked me up when i was a kid like i just don't 
Like, I don't even like really gory movies anymore or anything like that. Like, I'm a what's huge the, horror what's fan. What's the worst thing you've seen on the internet? The, something that you can't, you can barely even think about. Because for oh, me, it's, dude. That, it's like this picture of an eight-year-old who got shot right in his upper lip from Sandy Hook. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. Anything like that's not bad. But I saw a video, like, not bad for me. <laughs> Obviously, it's fucking terrible. But, like, um, the worst thing that I've ever seen was a case of self-cannibalism homeboys oh. literally eating his fucking leg yeah hey, like it's, it's gotta be an amputee eating a prosthetic right no like dude was on some kind of fucking drug in the gutter like sitting there literally gnawing his fucking calf like blood everywhere ripping chunks like it's jerky bro yeah like some crazy shit and like i could i like still can't quite get that image out of my head because like he's just chilling with it he's like looking around obviously all fucked up every once in a while he take a fucking bite of his leg and it's like yo oh my fucking god <laughs> so i want to uh, this is a good subject to keep staying on but we got it we got to start are you down to do one more <laughs> one more of these sessions oh absolutely all right, sounds good. Just same drill as last time. I'm going to hang up here. It's going to take a second to convert the audio, and I'll send you the next one, okay? Sounds good to me, dude. All right. All right, here we go. Wrapping up episode 52 here. We got the man, the myth, the legend, the big bird. I thought we would uh, we would wrap it up with some topics. I didn't have as many this week, so it's good that fucking jeremy has a thousand things we can go off of your life is oh yeah it's so it's i love it i love it all the stories you tell me i'm like this is a goddamn man this guy (laughs) it's just constantly fucking crazy i often not a day (laughs) and it's nice to hear the tales from a man so (laughs) let's start off let's start off with a happy one here from the smithsonian magazine lied it's not happy Here's the headline. (laughs) As Arctic temperatures rise, polar bears are eating more garbage. As the Arctic continues to warm because of human-caused climate change, polar bears are spending more time fasting and scavenging in garbage dumps instead of hunting for seals or or other ice mammals. Sounds like fucking humans in Phoenix. And as communities (laughs) increases, the hungry bears' growing reliance on trash is leading to more human bear conflict. It's like a fucking South Park episode is our life. Dude, seriously, that's what often, it feels like right now. Often to the determine of one or both species, oh, excuse me, de- determine of one or both species, according to a new paper published in the journal Oryx on Wednesday. An international team of scientists surrounding the alarm of the harmful effects on human food and waste on the polar bear population, which already vul- which is already vulnerable because of rising temperatures. In the paper, the researchers share cautionary tales from six communities that have ex- experienced negative food-related interactions between humans and polar bears in Canada, Russia, Alaska, and Norway, including incidents that resulted in polar bear and human deaths. So that's fun. <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> Okay. This is our lightest topic. <laughs> we have fucked the earth so much that polar bears have now gone gang related 
and they're walking up saying, what's up then? What's up then? I want to hang out at this, uh, this dumpster because you people won't give me goddamn anything. You're destroying the world. This reminds yeah. me of, because they, they said that it's, it's both human and bear conflict. I, it's getting so bad, folks. I walked over to the dumpster to throw out um, what I do. I smoke out of a one hitter. So uh, the easiest way to smoke that inside like a degenerate is to take an old Chipotle or McDonald's cup and fill it up halfway with water. And then you just blow the ash into there. Uh, if anybody doesn't know what a one hitter is, it's shaped like a cigarette. You just pack a little bit of weed into the end of it. And then you hit 30 of them to forget about your problems and have a panic attack while you fall asleep. Anyway, <laughs> you, you keep, like, I just, I spit in this thing. I fucking blow ash in there. And then every once in a while, when it gets disgusting, I throw it out just, you know, in case I was to spill it or something, it's, you do not want that on your carpet or anything else. So I always no, walk never wash out. I walk over to the same dumpster and I sort of do this underhand throw because if you throw it overhand, you're risking the splash. You're in the splash radius. I've done this a thousand times. It, it goes out in this way where it releases from your hand. And then when it's halfway to the dumpster, all the, so the liquid sort of sprays out. Okay. And I'm throwing it at a dumpster. So fuck you. If you think I'm making a mess, here's where the, the issue came in is I, threw it and the door was halfway open and as i'm looking at the fucking thing explode with the disgusting liquid and fall into the trash i noticed that there is a woman scavenging for fucking whatever the fuck <laughs> in the dumpster and i i gave the only white guy reaction that i could like it was just natural it was like a bear seeing a, a fucking deer i just went oh my goodness i'm sorry ma'am like, I didn't know what the fuck to say. I just threw, I just threw death liquid on this lady <laughs> who was waiting for garbage. And I'm sitting in my apartment going, I wish these fucking shoes, I've had them for a year. I wish I could get new shoes. Like, it really is. I know I'm just completely off topic now, but the polar bears are not the only ones in the dumpsters. The goddamn people are as well. So maybe we might need to handle that first. I love polar bears, okay? Fucking love those commercials that come on every Christmas. Of the, of the polar bear family, like maybe the dad's an alcoholic and the son's gay, but they meet over a Coke and they make everything nice for December, right? I love it. But I think that we need to focus on the people going through the garbage before we start, uh, before we start focusing on the polar bears. I gotta be honest, I don't give a goddamn shit until we uh, figure out how this 36-year-old woman who wasn't, I mean, she didn't even look disgusting. Like, she was filthy because she was waiting around in a garbage can, but she also just looked like she was desperate, and it's, uh, it's fucking crazy. Human bear conflict. How about fucking resident homeless person conflict, man? I don't know what to say in a situation like that. Right. Oh, absolutely. It's it's really sad to see like, you know, a pretty meritable um magazine just constantly focusing on what would pull a human heartstring. You know, like they don't ever want to talk about, you know, the rising homeless crisis or anything like that in big cities, certain sections of cities because it's fucking depressing and they won't get any readers. And sadly, that's just how advertising is these days. Like they will they want the clickbait, you know, basically constantly and half the time yeah it's just some nonsense like 
nothing the common man can do about the fucking polar bears, but there's plenty that the common man can do about the homeless man that crawls out of his pile of rubble next to you, you know, next to your apartment every single day, you know? And, um, and I sort of, I'm going to sort of slightly disagree with you. I think that honestly, Mm -hmm. whether it's subconscious or it's real, like people who are well off, they get some sort of pleasure out of seeing a news story where it's like, the homeless population is getting out of control because it gives you this sense and I'm guilty of it too. It gives you this sense of like, holy fuck, at least that's not me. When I yep. clock out of my shit job and then bike home and get yelled at by a man with no shirt and a face tattoo, <laughs> at least I get to go inside. I watched this documentary about Phoenix, uh, the homeless people in Phoenix. It's called Burning Alive. And they oh were talking God. about their students. It's so fucked. They were like, a lot of people think that they get out of these temperatures when the sun goes down, but the fucking asphalt retract, like it keeps all of the heat. It holds it in and it just bakes these people while they sleep. Um, d- during the day, it's, it's just even fucking worse, you know? So, I mean, that's wild. <laughs> here, let's, let's get on to a much more fun topic. I promise you guys i wouldn't do that to you i know that sometimes we bring up depressing stories but i come on i wouldn't do that to you let's uh let's listen to this news clip hopefully the audio isn't fucking awful today more videos of hunter biden's antics have come to life many of them are simply too obscene to play here or even to describe this guy for reasons i'll never understand films himself doing the creepiest things including arguing with a woman about the size of his crack stash fuck yeah oh yeah This is my favorite part. And talking about the big guy, remember what Joe Biden said about those who are found with even a small amount of crack. If you have a piece of crack cocaine, no bigger than this quarter that I'm holding in my hand, one quarter of one dollar. We passed a law through the leadership of Senator Thurman and myself and others, a law that says you're caught with that. You go to jail for five years. Oh. You get no information. You get nothing other than five years in jail. No judge doesn't have a choice. Five years minimum, but I guess that was for the poor kids in the projects, not the entitled <laughs> yes, yes, senator, vice president, and now president. I, I love it. I truly love it. Uh, that was from, hold on, fucking, I forgot to get the source here. Um, that's from Sky News Australia. And if you don't know Sky News Australia, I really do love them. They they don't seem to give a fuck. They'll bring on uh, the families of goddamn plane accidents that were committed by the CIA and just go, what's going on here? It's really, I do love Sky News, but that they really, I don't know how you could still be in okay so a few episodes ago we did we did an episode me and producer markel emery called this is not star wars 
And as a child, I fucking, I loved Star Wars and I believed that was how the world was. I believed that America was the Rebel Alliance and goddamn China, Iraq, and Russia and all those other, you know, you know, not right white or brown or just fucking all the way over there, you know, doing their own fucking communists. That's the <laughs> That's what I thought my whole, like, I thought that for so fucking long. And, you know, I'm a person, I'm an adult, a non-NPC, I'm a fucking playable character. So I go and I look at things and I go, oh, that's not how it is. There's no good guys and bad guys. There's money and power and then those who don't have it and want to get it. I mean, are you out of your fucking mind to think that a guy who enacted the crime bill and then this little fucking, that little snippet right there is so perfect to me because he's going, if you get caught with this much, this much, this was when uh, the crack epidemic was just de de destroying black America, like the worst it's been for those people ever. And I did just say those people, I was in a defending way. Um, fucking, he's sitting there going, if we catch a black with this much crack, we're going to send him to prison, ain't he? He ain't even got, and what was up with his fucking accent back then? He definitely doesn't have that anymore. You get caught with this much crack and there's no, there's no chance of parole. I'm talking the size of a quarter in my hand. And then your son films himself getting into it with a hooker about a, a, a teeth. We're talking about a teeth of crack. And he's going, it's actually 6.7, you goddamn retard bitch. Like I, I can't, I can't think of a better way to sum up that the that we are not the good guys. Okay, we might be the good guys compared to some other countries, but they tried to, to literally imprison a group of people in the 1980s and 90s, and now they're now they're the ones who are just they're they can do it because they have the power. They can go and fuck kids. They can go and do crack. I mean, God forbid I want to have a little sprinkles on my blunt and fuck a 16-year-old. I'm going to prison. Christ almighty, it's un-American. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, it really, really does upset me that it's not even that it happens. It's so obvious that if you have a country like America, a fake democracy like America, yeah, the president's son is going to get away with that. What fucks my head up is the fact that half of this country believes Donald Trump is Hitler and that uh, they really like they think it's the end of Star Wars Episode six, where we're all partying with the Ewoks and we're, we're playing drums on the Stormtrooper helmets. Guys, guys, you didn't win. Like None of the things that we were hoping to happen <laughs> by getting a Democrat president instead of a Republican are fucking happening. In fact, it's getting worse. So what upsets me Absolutely. is these two sides where people want to pick one side or the other, when it's so obvious that who is ever in power is going to fuck you as hard as they can. Oh, absolutely. Especially, uh, yeah, the Biden administration is just, it's rough to be, you know, bear witness to that constantly. And I mean, it was rough during Trump too, but ultimately it doesn't matter who's president. Like you said, things will continue to get worse. <laughs> they will. This is uh we are on our we are guys, this is the top of the 
it's going to keep going. All right. There's no, uh, I, I love the Bill Maher quote. If it weren't for New York and Los Angeles, this country would have been sold to China 20 years ago. It's absolutely true. And as those two cities fall apart and uh, people start becoming more excited about Austin, Texas. Yeah. I think we're, we're getting into sort of a position where it's just like, nobody is coming to help us. I, I don't know, man. I think it's, maybe it is kind of ignorant to believe that there was a good guy, but I do believe like if we were going to have a shot, it was going to be Bernie Sanders. The guy, if we're going to have a shot, it was going to be Bernie. And uh, nobody wanted that because Kamala is a strong black woman. And most people who support Donald Trump don't like blacks. So when you get those two, that's pretty much our whole country is a bunch Mm -hmm. of cocks going, yeah, we should have a women president. And then the rest of them going, I don't like blacks. And so it's just a constant... Back and forth between those two sides that never results in a median. Um, I just I just thought that that video was the perfect way to describe that um, you don't have rights and the people in power absolutely don't have consequences. You know. Oh, absolutely. Sorry, absolutely. I feel like I just talked for thirty minutes straight. <laughs> no, it's fine. Oh man. You get a couple Sorry, of that version two white claw in me. I'm drinking a passion fruit white claw. I mean, that's <laughs> that's there's, there's a, a dad in South Dakota will will hear you say that and think you were blowing a guy. Oh, absolutely. Like white claw is pretty much like a white claw. You are, in their words, not mine, a faggot. But I got myself a 2020 Washington State Riceling called Kung Fu Girl right here. And it is quite all right. I'm a I'm, fan of I'm wine. Drinking- I'm drinking a White Claw right now, and I don't even know if I disagree with that statement. Like, the skinny <laughs> white can that just looks like a big cock. Like, it's just... <laughs> it ain't no Bud Light. <laughs> drinking something called passion fruit. Oh, my God, dude. No, it's not. It's not right. Okay, it's not right. Uh, that's what my grandpa used to say about gay people. The way they have sex is... It's not right. And um, just ain't he, right. <laughs> if he would have been alive long enough to know about White Claw. I think he'd be pretty upset. Uh, <laughs> what do you what do you say we do? Here's a topic near and dear to both our hearts. I feel like we both went through a pill phase. This is from MSN.com. Here's the headline. This week in fentanyl, new drug oh, about God. 10 times stronger than fentanyl circulating in Colorado. Here's a little more information. Pyro, the street name of the new drug that is stronger than the high-risk narcotic known as fentanyl, has been circulating in Colorado and recently reported to have killed at least one person in Denver. The N-pyrolidion etonitizase drug. Hey guys, <laughs> hey guys, can we just call it? Can we just call it fucking fentanyl? Can we just not m- maybe use a French word with nineteen syllables? Uh, The drug is a high potency synthetic opioid that is between 1000 and 1500 times stronger than morphine. While fentanyl is only around a hundred times stronger than morphine local news, local news station KKCO reported on Thursday that the Mesa County Sheriff's office said in an alert on Thursday that the drug in pill form appears to be in a light blue color with dark flakes scattered throughout on 
with one side of the pills uh, showing the letter M and the other side showing the number 30. So uh, I think I kind of botched the end of that there. They are basically saying that morphine is, if you compare it to fentanyl, it's about a hundred times stronger. And then if you take the math on fentanyl, it's, it's multiple times stronger than, than fentanyl. So whatever, whatever pyro is, goddamn folks in Colorado, hit up your guy. And, and just let them know I need some pyro. I'm paying a lot of money for this. Um, just ridiculous. <laughs> so are there guys like that in in, in uh, like in the Sioux Falls area? I remember I used to be on this giant list of drug dealers that would you could post your own story on there, right? So it was like 500 right. addicts and drug dealers. And if I wanted to, I could put on there, hey, I'm super desperate for weed. Can somebody come drop off a dub, right? It was goddamn yeah. beautiful until it started getting sad, until I started gaining a conscious and coming off of Xanax. Uh, people <laughs> would constantly go on there and go, uh, hey, looking for uh, something with Fetty. Does anybody got anything? And it's like, dude, I can't imagine getting to that point. I have been a drug addict yeah. through and through, and I've never thought about asking for somebody something like fentanyl. You know, yeah, when you're actually looking for fentanyl, you need to realize that that's a fucking problem, dude. <laughs> it's not good. It reminds me of that Louis C.K. joke where it's like, you know, there's a lot. I'm going to butcher the joke, but he's like, there's a lot of people out in the world that want to kill themselves. And you go, why? Why? That guy has a great life. He has a family. He's got a great career, money. Why would he want to kill himself? But then every once in a while, he'll be driving on the freeway. And you see a guy with a black garbage bag taped with duct tape where his back window should be. And as he's just driving, it's just <laughs> blowing in and out of his car down the freeway. That guy should kill himself. Like that's every, every time I see somebody asking for fentanyl, I'm going, how fucking bad is your life, dude? Dude, seriously. And how do you Holy not realize shit. that you have an actual fucking issue that you should be addressing, but instead you're just going to keep doing fentanyl, going to keep looking for it. And you'll do at that point, I imagine you'll do about anything like heroin's probably not strong enough. Like I'm from what I'm aware, like fentanyl is some kind of a downer or you know, euphoric downer like heroin, but I don't fucking know. I've never done either one. And honestly, yeah, don't really want to. <laughs> You you do look like a guy who would try fentanyl. Can I say that? that <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Like especially if you see me when I am like all fucked up on psychs or something, like that's probably what I look like. Like I am on like a three day zanny bender or something like that. Like without a doubt, you're, <laughs> I you're do look like a freeborn. born. You're very lucky to be tall, muscular, and big cocked. Because if you weren't. Oh, you'd be on an FBI list for sure. <laughs> oh, no doubt. No doubt about it. <laughs> yeah. Especially you, from our Brookings days. <laughs> yes, because it's been a while since I've seen you, which is absolutely killing me, man. I got to get you out to Arizona. Holy fuck. But yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you didn't have the big, the, the muscles, the height and the big dick, you would be the Riddler from the new Batman. Like if, if I was walking past a shooting and I saw you at a coffee shop, I'd go, "Hey, uh, he did it." I mean, I don't. Really, <laughs> I don't know. I just thought I'd report it. 
<laughs> like, oh my god, <laughs> that's like the fucking. We have like an issue with like mopeds being stolen in Sioux Falls. Like, if you have a moped, like put that shit on a chain and like really just don't let it out of your sight because like these motherfuckers will literally just go and pull it and destroy it real quick to make it look different you know hit it with a spray paint can and shit like that and i know somebody personally who had their moped stolen twice the same moped and she was just like yeah and her neighbors our old neighbors the crack house neighbors they have a moped like that and i was like hey like does this resemble yours at all and you know yeah she just called it in anyways because she's like i'm almost certain that's stolen like no matter what like just leave anything like at my job i'll run into tourists because i work at the fashion square anybody that hasn't been to phoenix in a while there's the most populated area the most likely area for a shooting probably is the fashion square because that's where everybody goes that's traveling and i'll constantly see people that just Mm -hmm. leave their purse while they're looking at a uh, uh, you know, a rack of clothes, and I'll be like, "Hey, uh, excuse me, ma'am. I don't mean to be rude, but are you retarded? What, what yeah. <laughs> are you doing? Uh, that's going to be taken." Um, like, obviously, you're never asking for it, but you might as well be at that point. Like, you let something out of your sight in a heavily traveled area. Like, the chances just go up by the second that that shit's going to be gone when you turn back around. Like. I mean, I, pretty I, fucking I, silly. <laughs> I, I've been, I've been, I've been acting like, like, like a lady from the Midwest. Speaking of those lately, I did, uh, I did a therapy session for the first time in like five years this month, and then I also made two, excuse me, three tie dye shirts. So I'm definitely <laughs> that woman leaving her purse out in the, uh, in the men's activewear section. <laughs> like uh, and, well, it's so good oh it really upset it, it re- what really upset me is like you know how after you do something kind of gay and you're just like oh god damn it why did i why did i send that to everybody i sent like three different people i was like hey do you like the tie-dye i made <laughs> just, like, oh, his mental health is falling apart <laughs> <laughs> it's like god damn it now i have to get him healing crystals for his fucking birthday <laughs> yeah. really, the weather here has been such a cock lately that i think it's starting to fuck with my head i definitely have seasonal depression and this is i i, I i'm goddamn george floyd every time i'm out there i can't breathe i'm just coughing up i'm coughing up dust and black and black shit it feels like a, a racist white man is kneeling on my neck at all times <laughs> For the, uh, God, I can only laugh there. I was thinking about that one the whole show. That joke. But... Oh, that was a good one. What the fuck is that? Sorry, spider. <laughs> but you, no, you, dude. You, see, you it was... saw a spider. Oh, I, I picked him up and flicked him. <laughs> <laughs> Little fucker was crawling on my arm. <laughs> and that, that's uh, you can't you can't have spiders. They use. I swear to God, they use some sort of cancerous agent to keep away bugs from here. I really haven't mm-hmm. dealt with anything besides roaches. And I think that ended up being my fault. I started not keeping a garbage can anywhere near my apartment. Like I'll just sort of like, I have a, um, a target bag that I'll just throw shit in as yep. I'm throwing stuff away. And then every once every 12 hours, I just throw that away. I haven't had to deal with it since then, but it is Arizona. We are in a giant desert state. When I'm not seeing, mm-hmm. I don't see any rattlesnakes or any bugs besides like ants 
uh, fruit flies maybe every once in a while. Um, oh yeah. If I had a no, smoke problem, bro. I mean the you know the no AC for hours at a time, the no running water for days at a time. That's a problem. But if I had a spider issue, I swear to fuck, I would defend myself in court. Or I would get a lawyer <laughs> or something to try and get out of here. That shit is fucked up. I have a cousin who, God bless him, didn't grow up. We're not talking about RJ. We're talking about a different cousin. Didn't grow up with mm-hmm. the best, you know, the best life. Um, just really, I don't think, understood the quality of life that the average person should have, even if you're low income. He told me that at one point, his house, which was what I can only describe as a ghetto cabin, like it was just in the hood, <laughs> in the woods, hood woods. Oh my god! Oh my god! That's a hey man. That's a fucking rejected Dr. Seuss book. That's been pulled off the shelf. <laughs> the hood in the woods. Yeah. I wish that I had like a clever rhyme to throw at that right now. I wish I was prepared oh for that statement. God. <laughs> Den, uh, Dennis, that's my cousin's name. Dennis is a who, and he lives amongst the haas. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my fuck, dude. But he told me that uh, he used to like he used to fall asleep at night and he would have to calm himself down because of the spiders that would run across his ceiling. And he sleeps on his back and he just would look up at the spiders darting across the fucking ceiling. Going, <laughs> oh God, I hope they don't come down here. <laughs> I don't, I've never like personally like living in South Dakota, like you're just gonna have spiders like in wherever the fuck you are even if you have like you know we have you the ac constantly the state did you yeah. hear <laughs> folks well if you're out here the spiders are just part of the community honestly yeah oh I yeah mean, sometimes i'll be taking a bath and i'll just i'll notice one of them on the back of my neck and i go get down you get down from there <laughs> like it's I don't, a I don't goddamn farm dog dude normal <laughs> have spider problems i'm talking I didn't about know that. a mental health and financial <laughs> issue oh, oh my god my god yeah dude like we actually like most south dakotans welcome having spiders like in their home like i don't know you know like the average like white person you know like you wear the suit and tie like i'm about to be wearing a suit and tie but i'm you know i don't do the live laugh love bullshit like i believe in fucking anarchy and shit so full white (laughs) haven't gone full white i've always been borderline like like i said on the whole like kicking kids in the dick for sandwiches like i grew up a little hood so i've never i'm never gonna do that shit call yourself full fucking hood you told me a few stories that i won't mention on this show that are i we had yeah. very different upbringings and compared to you i am a walking pussy so yeah. like just staying fighting for fucking dear life growing yeah. up that's really what yeah. it was like man it was fucking crazy but yeah we like anybody who has like a good head on their shoulders will welcome the wolf spiders and shit in their homes because they keep away a bunch of the other shit like we have a massive mosquito problem like they don't really spray for mosquitoes around sioux falls like the community they just don't pay for shit like that so like you'll get you know fruit flies and mosquitoes and moths and shit in your home naturally and like i won't wipe out a cobweb like i don't have one in here because i'm on the third like i'm on the third floor but if i lived on the first floor you better believe i'd likely Oh no. Dude, can you still hear me? Um, I can still hear you. 
Okay, I was like, damn, we got like I just got another 10 minute notification. Every time it comes up, it fucks up the audio. Like we have 10 minutes of recording left here, but um I didn't mm-hmm. like I thought we might have lost you there. What sorry, can you tell me again what you were talking about? Oh yeah, just talking about how kind of like you welcome like spiders and <laughs> stuff like that in your home. Like yeah, <laughs> I yeah, mean I do they take out the mosquitoes, okay. Yeah, yeah. And it, they're handy they're just handy to keep around like we don't really have like a mouse problem or anything like that but yeah they're i just kind of treat them like the barn cats because like we had barn cats growing up and they kill the fucking mice and you know they don't scare or they wouldn't scare the horses if they're fucking dead type of things so like i've always welcomed a spider or two around and they don't really bite you too much like every once in a while you'll get bit once in the bed but it's like uh you know no fucking biggie i got another spider bite if you're whining about it throw some cream on it type of shit but yeah, I've always, I've always lived in peace um, with them. <laughs> have you ever read Charlotte's Web? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So at one point in my life, when I was about 22, I was, this was like at the start of the pandemic, and I was, it, it was just zero pussy, alcohol <laughs> all day, every day, fucking no friends and no job. So I would just be sitting on my back porch in the goddamn disgusting Pennsylvania weather, no matter what month you're in besides like, I don't know, September. And I would just be sitting there fucking smoking, hating my life, being depressed and shit. (laughs) And I remember there was a spider that showed up and I was, dude, it was a giant spider. It was like the size of a fucking, I don't know, maybe a quarter or something like that. And I just don't feel well with spiders. I don't know if like one of them bit me on the taint as a child or something, and now I can't deal with them or something like that. But I feel mm-hmm. like I would handle a, a, like a mountain lion better than I would a, a spider the size of my hand straight up and terrify me. But there was something yeah, about dude. the spider. Like it just wouldn't move. It was chilling there. It was like trying to get out of the fucking freezing cold weather. And so I would just sit there and smoke with this spider, like someone who was about to take their own life. Like that sounds like oh, yeah. something Hunter S. Thompson did in the last three months. Oh yeah. You know? Like this is my only fucking friend. I'll blow a little Coke dust at him. Like let's share some shit. This <laughs> every once in a while, bro, blow a little, blow a little fucking cushion there for her, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually one day the spire was gone and I just felt, I was like so upset about it. I was like, damn. Like now I'm truly alone whenever I come here. Like, fuck. I was like the fucking pig in Charlotte's Web, dude. I was like... Yeah, dude. I don't know. I don't know know how we got onto the topic of spiders, but fucking... That's a a good place to end it, I think. Uh, Folks, if you ever... If you ever do get into a place where you're befriending a spider, that's probably a good sign that your mental health is deteriorating quickly. And you should Absolutely. talk to an adult. <laughs> and even though I hated doing the therapy thing this week, I think people should do that. And then also do some tie-dye. Very therapeutic. Very, very much. Um, I made myself uh, an old Miller Lite white t-shirt I had here. I fucking doused it in some dark blue. God damn, it looks sexy. And Oh, yeah. Um, and if you make your own tie-dye, then you don't have to spend 30 bucks for somebody else to do it. Exactly. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous how much they charge for tie-dye anymore. It's it's insane. I thought about starting uh, like an e-commerce store, but then, I mean, if you can you imagine like telling that to people? I wasn't serious. Like, I did not think about starting an e-commerce store. For <laughs> but there are people yeah. out there like that. 
Oh yeah, check out my check out my Etsy, bro. I make wallets out of duct tape. <laughs> that shit was so popular in 2011, and then it just it stopped. everybody that was making duct tape wallets did heroin. And oh yeah, <laughs> or they do it now. <laughs> I want I want the fucking live strong bracelets, the duct tape wallets, the goddamn fidget spinners, all that stuff that was made for uh for our generation of constantly panic attack, anxiety riddled drug addicts. All that yep. shit was great. I just want a box full of it. <laughs> oh man. That's what do we get for being fucking cracked babies? <laughs> what kind of crack fucking... babies? Honestly, Born on fucking Adderall. Like, like every kid that comes out of the womb is just trying to get on YouTube. They're having withdrawals from not being able to go on onto uh, the videos where other kids open toys. That's fucking oh, insane. Dude. I'm just thinking about it. it is fucking wild. Dude, I used to get pissed at commercials because I'd be like, I want that. Like, what the fuck? Why don't I have that toy? Oh, yeah. And now these kids are just <laughs> a bunch of cocks want to watch somebody else open them. Hey, Quit being a goddamn bitch and go complain to your parents. Tell them that you have depression as a seven-year-old and get yourself some fucking toys like an American. Absolutely. And I think one of the issues with all of that, like the constant need to live vicariously is coming from shoving an iPad in your kid's face anymore. Cause like, I know 10 year olds now who grew up with that shit and like, they don't seem okay. They're fucking weird, man. <laughs> if you, if you grew up with an iPad before the age of seven, 90% chance your parents are alcoholics. Uh, I think that's the note that we'll end on because it applies to everyone who listens to this show and has a child. Fucking Jeremy, a.k.a. Big Bird, a.k.a. the ma fucking last man standing in South Dakota. <laughs> Thank you for being on the show. I think we got some, I think we got a good sewed here. What do you think? Oh, absolutely. It was a pleasure being on the show. A pleasure just fucking talking with you in general again. Like we talk over Snap and whatnot. But yeah, yeah, good quality fucking content. Definitely willing to do it again. Uh, it really does. I mean, it is great to hear your voice. It reminds me of, well, it just really, I'll be honest with you, man. I can't stand most fucking people. And I miss hanging yeah. out with you. I miss I miss uh, being able to smoke one up in your goddamn classic vehicle. And I would really love it if you could make it out here to Arizona. Oh, absolutely. Going to give it a fucking shot. And I am going to be uh, gonna be in Nevada sometime next, sometime next May, pretty much the time Ooh, that I'm hoping maybe. to move out to Burnsville. Oh yeah, I'll be staying with my buddy in um, some random bumfuck town. Uh, we're doing EDC, Las Vegas, so I'll be there for like a solid week and a half. And I'm not even staying in Vegas; like I'm staying at his place. So we'll have to check it out. I see what it all works out. I gotta out. go to a show. I gotta lose my rave virginity, dude. I I have never been, and I'm gonna be a timid oh, little absolutely. boy. And you're just gonna have to push me into some blonde chick. Uh, who is on so much coke that she's about to bite through her teeth, and I can't wait because I know you'll I know you'll handle that well. Oh yeah, we'll feed you a little ecstasy and get the blood flowing. <laughs> I got some blood flowing right now, pal. Uh, anyway, Fuck thank yeah. you so much for doing this episode. Uh, if you want, let's let's FaceTime for a little bit after this. I'd like to catch up a little more. I'm gonna we we're almost at the forty minute time here, so yeah, dude, sounds good to me. I'll uh, catch you on the flip. Thanks, Big Bird. See ya.